The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to My Bean, My Bean, and Me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin Smokey McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis Speecy Spicy McElroy. And I'm Griffin Ground Beef McElroy. And grind it up, baby! Well, welcome to Bean Bros. No, not grind it up. You're doing a bean juice thing, and that's not kind of no. Where you grind we're... up the you grind up the meat. You grind up the meat. oh, you, you grind, grind up the, the meat. meat. Yeah, you don't want to put whole meat. meat in there, Justin. Yeah, juice with you monster. You got to put ground meat in your coffee. No, okay, yeah. See again, you've pivoted to the coffee. Oh shit, went, you're right. I'm trying to take this show. Everyone's sick of the advice thing. Yeah, so I'm trying to take this show in a fresh new direction with. Uh, I went to Chili Fest on Saturday mm-hmm. at Huntington's um, preeminent chili-based food festival. <laughs> but but it's ninth preeminent just general food festival. Yeah. There's it other. is No, it is the template by which all other food festivals in Huntington are judged. Justin, do you have that many other food festivals yes. in Huntington? Well, my friend, the, 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 you could say that this really starts food festival season in Huntington. <laughs> <laughs> chili Fest begins yeah, we get uh, uh, the hot dog festival. Uh, we got the pumpkin festival rib coming fest. up. And just uh, rib fest. Rib fest is a lot of people. Um, a lot and a lot of people. The these ramp days. ramp fest, stink oh, fest, yeah. are celebrating the the wild the the ramp. And a lot of people these days, they just say happy food festival season. But for me, yeah. it's still happy chili fest. Yes. For me, you can put whatever the fuck you want to put on your chili mug, Starbucks. But for in me, our home, fest. it's chili fest. Now here's the thing, people at home, they may not uh, know what Chili Fest is, Justin. It's a fucking festival it's in the with fucking chili, Travis. It's a chili festival. All they've taken off justice. is Estival. The, to get the concept across, <laughs> you need to add one Estival and you know exactly what it, it is. It could have been Chili Festivez. Um <laughs> the uh okay, so Chili Fest is a a bunch of people set up I don't have to explain that. A bunch no, of people, a bunch make of people chili. set up and then you go from like booth to booth getting booth samples chili. Of, yes, of, of their different kinds of chili. Now you're right. It is a reverent <laughs> observation of the different flavors of chili. So the, the this chili fest I had a one called Apocalypse Chili, which is advertised as um extremely, extremely hot. Um, the sign um, out front of this of this chili said five minutes of chili, five hours of toilet. Oh, <laughs> and you said like, yes, please. Yes, I, I wish, said sign me up. I wish more food serving establishments were more honest about that ratio. I wish that when I walked into BW3s, I had to sign a waiver that said for every minute you spend in here, you're going to spend four minutes on a toilet later. See, that's why I really like the one for one salad. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. yeah, so we're the the uh the the apocalypse chili, I tried it. It was 
hell. They say, though, they make it for their own entertainment. That is not a, f- a flavor chili. It's just a pain chili for hurting. <laughs> well, at what I point, Justin, the- did you, a human being, say, yeah, yeah, this is for me, Justin? Uh, I Well, Sydney tried it first, and then uh, oh. my Aunt Stephanie tried it, and then it was like, well, now I've got to try it, because they're in... M- absolute agony so i i had to sample some of it too and it was i mean it was extremely painful and bad i did have a great 15 minutes after that though where i just kind of uh watched people eat this challenge. yeah it's fun it was fun it was very fun i actually had one woman the first woman that went up to the booth she like was holding the spoon to her mouth and i literally like it felt like slow motion i said no don't <laughs> and I watched her like hold the bite in her mouth and then go ahead and take it. And she was, um, here's, here's what I wanted to float by you guys, the, the bean boys. Um, we should have a table next Fuck year, a McElroy yes. family yes. chili fest table. WSAZ has one. Yeah. The Herald Dispatch has one. And we're Maybe basically we the WSAZ have. of families. Right. We're basically. Yes. Make so we have one. Strong chili. Oh yeah, here's what I want Here's the thing I was thinking about, and I want to see what in your guys' mind would make a great chili. Yeah. Um, I want to have a sign that's um, that advertises world's weakest chili. Yeah. And it's just chocolate sauce and uh, beans. Cool, cool. Coats your would tongue. that be anything? Yeah, I love that. Why don't we what have if, three kettles? Well, first of all, we're going to have three kettles, three cauldrons with our own special brews in, and we are going to be dressed up like Halloween witches. Yes. And people are going to be like, did you see the McElroy's booth? Because I don't think they get... <laughs> <laughs> and we're just going to keep saying, welcome to our booth. Witches, witches don't say boo. Happy Chili Ween. Anyway. <laughs> and you have bubble, to, bubble, bean boy, travel. And it's going to be like Pokemon starters. You can only taste one of them. Once you taste one, the other two are locked off. So you really got to pick a good one. <laughs> Justin's going to do the sweet week chili. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do a service do chili. Oh, what's that? Service chili. What that mean is it's going to be Pepto-Bismol based. Oh, and that's this nice. is a chili that you come to when you are in need. This is going to be like a healing potion chili, you know? Okay, that's nice. Yeah, so- and and as an added bonus, it will give you a small bump to your MP as well. Okay. Not just HP, yeah. Travis got the blue potion chili. I'm going to bring in... A lot of people are talking about this hot chili these days. I would like to do a cold chili. And cold not, chili, interesting. A chili the, chili. But here's the thing. I don't mean it temperature-wise. I mean the Ooh. opposite of spicy. Oh, so that's kind of my world's weakest chili thing, right? Well, no, no, no. no. And, tra- and Travis's thing. Yours is neutral. Mine okay. is you eat it, and it hurts the opposite. You eat it, and you're like, oh! You eat it, and it's- Oh, like Zippin' Dots chili. Like, so even worse. Ooh. Even worse. <laughs> but it's like what the opposite of spicy. Justin, chocolate isn't non, chocolate isn't unspicy. It's just, it's sort of a neutral chocolate. I want one that hurts the other way. What's cold taste? Like <laughs> like liquid nitrogen chili. Yeah, like hypermint, like super mint. That really fucks you up, fam. Ooh, painful mint. I got this question for you. Everybody pays one ticket for each chili. Are we going to offer Frito bag to pour it on? 
get a little Frito pie going for two extra tickets because a lot of people are running this scam these days. Oh, for, so you do get extra. I was about to say, we're not made of tickets and or Fritos and or money. No, no, there. no. You have to pony up with the additional Fritos for the additional tickets for the Fritos. Here, for sure. Here's, if I may, what will set our booth apart is for one ticket, you will get the entire vat of chili. Oh. And now, and now it's your problem. Now it's now your booth. Start over again. Now you are running this booth, and you have to decide now, what to do with these three awful chilies. Now you can the now you can set us apart. Uh, you can now sell we're it at a profit, and we can go out and we can get chili. I'm gonna set up. What a will booth. set our booth apart, Travis, is the hot air balloon that it will be attached to, <laughs> and hovering above Chili Fest yes. and hurling chili down on the masses. That would be great because then, if there is any kind of trouble, we can escape by dumping the chili, lightening the load, and floating and, away. Yes, and horribly burning and or freezing the audience members below. I tell you what, though, I'm just gonna set up a booth in front of the Wendy's drive-through. And I'll be like, I need more. Ooh. I need more. How much is it? Still a dollar? Dang. Y'all are Dang. giving this shit away. Dang. Will you take tickets? No? Shit. No? Shit. Oh, man. I had it. <laughs> there was a guy um, uh, who I actually got some Chili Fest tickets at a discount this time because uh, a guy came up to me and he said, hey, man, will you buy eight tickets off of me for five bucks? And I was like, um, nice, nice deal. Because normally that would be $8, it's a dollar per ticket. And he's like, I just ate too much fucking chili. I have to go home. <laughs> it was 10.30 in the morning. It was 10.30 in the morning. That'd be like somebody and this crazy. gentleman had eaten so much chili at 10.30 that he had to go home and make call it a night What's at 10.30 great about the, in the morning. It's not only was he so full then that he couldn't eat anymore, he was so full then that he could not imagine a point in the day <laughs> later when later he might which. want more chili hours in the future. That'd be like somebody What's he supposed on, to do, sit on a curb outside the battle area? And just I mean, wait? Yeah. Wait for God to kill him? That'd be like selling your Mitsub your your Hyundai Elantra on Craigslist for a really good price, and you'd be like, "It is haunted. It gave me such bad diarrhea." Also, don't buy this. Don't buy this Elantra. It would be exactly like that. I mentioned the Ballarium in passing, folks. Next time you're in Huntington downtown, uh, the Ballarium Nerf Tag and Laser Tag Ooh, Arena. Shit, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. It's popping off. The other character I ran into at Chili Fest that I really was wild about, it was I was overhearing him, and uh, this is the only fragment of the conversation I heard him loudly announce to his friends. You know, my thing, though, here's my problem. Cuban sensitivity. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's <laughs> and then just walk, I guess. Yeah, that's it. It's a problem. It's you a gotta deal with that. It's a silent, a silent killer. So look for us, Chili Fest 2020, McElroy Family Booth. I guess three different chilies. I'm gonna go with a Verde. That's my thing. I love that style. Oh, All right. we already did our joke ones. No, yeah, I'm I just saying. I, I like a Verde. I like ones. a nice Verde. Okay. Yeah, I like a nice Verde. Well, we're really gonna be there, so. Oh, I then I'm not using really ground beef. I'm gonna use some steak. Steakums, yes. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, we'll just burn, I'll burn money, I'll drop some gold leaf in that shit. World's most expensive chili. Ooh, maybe <laughs> well, I'll do like a bourbon-based one, chili get you drunk. <laughs> maybe I'll take chili little get... scoop, when you're not looking, scoops of both your chilies, mix them into one perfect chili. Because if you guys would just get it together for once, if you oh, finally gosh, put right. your differences beside, uh, can we do a question? 
Yeah, here's my question. Did you guys know that at Chili Fest year there, this year they were selling White Claws? It was popping oh, off for shit. me. Oh, I was having a hell of a day. Boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. The the uh uh yeah, it was, it was great. Anyway, some friends and I have recently started going to trampoline parks as a fun way to exercise. Just one problem. We're in our late 20s, and most of the other jumpers are small children and middle schoolers. How do I reassure the parents that I'm not going to accidentally body slam their seven-year-old? That's from Bouncy in Bloomington. Uh, Actions speak louder than words. Thank you. So don't just don't body slam their seven-year-old. But Griffin, the problem with that is the parents aren't going to appreciate the 99 other times when you didn't body I mean, slam you- their kids. But mm-hmm. one time you yeah. accidentally body slam a seven-year-old. That's, that's the fucking problem with these millennial parents these days is that back in my day, we would slam and get slammed. And yeah. it's just a fact of life. If you go to the gym factory, you're going to slam and be slammed. Yes. Mm-hmm. And but- welcome to the jam. Welcome to and welcome to the gym. Nowadays, one slam, all of a sudden, you know, you end up getting your picture printed out in front of the cash register. Yep. This one, this not allowed one, back. He's a slammer. One, he he body slams. I would just get in the parents' face to be like, if you're so fucking worried about your precious Carbethany, why did you allow her at a trampoline park? These things are fucking death traps. They are. Not it right. is insane that you let, if you care so much about your kids, you shouldn't let them into here. Maybe you shouldn't let them into trampo land. <laughs> you can make this into like a gig economy business where you okay. set yourself up as like a trampoline Bouncer. park. Yes. Thank you. A real drill bit Taylor that we've referenced yes. again for some reason. <laughs> yes. I, you know what? The phrase drill bit Taylor did pop into my head, but I was specifically not going to say it. But perhaps you could be uh, hired as a trampoline park bodyguard cool. to protect these seven-year-olds. Maybe there's like a big 10-year-old who's going to pick on the seven-year-old. Oh, but yes. here comes you, a late 20s person, to just body slam a 10-year-old. But it's okay because that 10-year-old's a bully. Yeah. The film will be Here's created. What I, Here's what I, I do. Turn myself into a sort of double dare challenge with flags, orange flags all over me. And as I'm bouncing around, if a kid grabs enough of them off of me, they get a free trip to space camp. And so if I accidentally clobber a kid or two, no big deal. Because yes, they yeah. shouldn't have been getting so close because of their desire to go to space camp. Oh, Justin, I'm so sorry. I, I'm hearing from the judges right now that should have been a wild and crazy kids reference. Oh, oh Justin. Oh, that would have been so good. Justin, You're right. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, Justin. That's, that, ah, that's going to be two points off. Dang. Uh, Minus two <laughs> Nick reference points. Yeah. <laughs> got to get got to get re- renew my subscription to Nickelodeon Games and Sports. Yes. Now, if you can reference the Radical Rock in here somewhere, that will bump you back up. Well, it would be, uh, I, I want to keep our unbroken 430 <laughs> episode streak of referencing the aggro crag going. Yes. So, um, Hey, you could bring a bunch of your adult friends and then mm. get there really early. And then when the kids start showing up, maybe you've got like the, some new radio head playing over the loudspeakers and the parents walk in and be like, oh, huh. I thought this is a kid's place. But they're all weird. They're all bouncing around drinking White Claw, listening to, you know, Radiohead. So this is not kids' place anymore. First, you get out there, just light a cigarette. Okay, lady, why do you have your kid here? You're the irresponsible one. Look at this. This is a place for adults. Yeah, maybe you're in a leather jacket and you're using like a switchblade comb to comb your hair, and everyone knows. Ooh, bad boys. This is the the bad side of the tracks. Trampoline park. I was trying to fucking bounce on over to the humidor. 
some little dipshit got in my way. <laughs> what are kids doing in here? Oh, I was I was heading to the bounce up bar to grab another clause. Uh, yeah, it's really kind of your your kid's fault that uh, he got in the way of my trampoline based motorcycle. God, bounce up bar is a funny idea. Thank you. <laughs> it's a messy idea. Uh, I just need one with the black chair. <laughs> yeah, just put it over ice. That'll be fun. I have a I have a follow up question for you two. There are places like this in Austin. Well, and and there's a lot of the like I don't know how how many of these they have in Huntington now or Cincinnati, but like. It's like a big play place, like a like a big big play place for kids, and you can take them there, and you have to take your shoes off. And it's not a McDonald's; it's like an actual, uh, it's an actual business. And there's one here in Austin we really like, and we take Henry too, and he's got a little too much, you know, kid juice, and we need to just wring it out of him by letting him run and bounce and climb and play. There's one chamber in this area that has a little uh, like air cannon that shoots upwards and you put these little foam balls into it and it like gets sucked up the air cannon and it shoots up and you can throw a bunch in and it creates a big fun foam ball confetti and that's really great. Surrounding this little vacuum launcher into the air are four cannons that you put balls in and then you step on a switch and it fires them at high speed out of the tip of the cannon and you can move them and aim them and do whatever you want with them. That design seems awful yes i bring yes. my two-year-old into the fun ball zone and then there is a last time we went there there were a couple of i would say eight-year-olds and i'm not gonna slam eight-year-olds but they were indoor based life forms and one of them shot me right in the fucking face <laughs> got me right in the and i didn't see it coming like i i got me right in the cheek not even in my periphery didn't see it coming i was blasted in the face by one of these small boys and then i was like batman i was like a drill bit taylor like here's what i couldn't stop thinking about ruin my trip if one of these indoor boys blasts my two-year-old with one of these cannons what do you do yeah it's a great question i'm asking it's it. a great question you can't go i mean you you can't just beat them up. That's, That's what Drillbit did. Drillbit beat the shit out of some middle schoolers, and he mm -hmm. goes to jail forever. I don't want to end up like that. So what do you do? Because I just kind of tried to put my body between my beloved son and the cannons, which is very Christ-like, I thought. That, is, that could end up worse than him getting hit. Why is that? Because you could get hit. <laughs> That's true. I got delicate. Did you think about that? You would feel that pain. The other way, you wouldn't. If you think about it, he would. But then I'd end up like that very patriotic image where the soldier is protecting the child and all the arrows are in him. Do you remember that one? And it's like, whew. Lord of the Rings? <laughs> no, there's a special, there's a, one about soldiers. I think that's Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's Lord of the Rings. Because he gets Bor in front of the Boromir. child, Frodo. Okay, anyway. I think I, if that happens, Griffin. Because I'm going to go you, back. I'm going to go back and he's going to want to go in the fucking, in the, in the, in the, the, the murder dome. And I don't then know what the fuck I'm doing there. You have to approach the child's, uh, you know, caretaker and say, hey, uh, your kid shot my kid in the face with the air cannon. So now I get to shoot you in the face with the oh, air cannon. To show him. To show of you. the father. Right. Yeah. Because uh, that's the thing is, if you think about it, right, if, if, if any altercation between children is really a failing on us, if you think about it, right? Interesting. And so... Okay. This way, you punish, you know, their, their whoever, and then their whoever is like, hey, can I talk to you, child? Did you see what happened out there? I got hit right in my moneymaker. 
I need you to keep it together because I've got an important audition tomorrow for, I don't know, a national commercial. And if you, if you fuck this up for me, I won't be able to buy that new Jedi I've had my eye on. Or something like that. You know, yes, feel- to let him know the real world adult consequences of his child actions. Right. You shoot someone in the face with an air cannon at the trampoline park and I won't be able to get that uh, basically new, previously owned Jetta. I just think there should be a brig. I think there should, oh, be a system, okay. I, there should be a system of cameras laced throughout this entire play park and there should be a brig. And it it shouldn't be fun. Oh no! It's the ball pit, but we take all the balls out. Now this is the brig. Maybe a trampoline that's strung a little too tight, so there's absolutely no it, bounce that's a to floor, it whatsoever. Yeah. Welcome to the new trampoline room. This is a floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you should have thought about yeah. that before you bust a griffin. The and also face. the floor is very hot, so you have to it's keep jumping. So hot, and also it's tilted slightly downward, and it falls off a cliff, so you have to be constantly vigilant. I love that. Anyway. Kids are the worst, uh, except for mine. Kids are the worst. Mine's good. Okay. Uh, do you have a Yahoo Answers question? Oh, I forgot we did those. Yeah, yeah, we do them oh, every no. week. Uh, Emma, can't, much. Emma can't send this one in. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user. I'm going to call uh, Scrin... Squidward. Asks. <laughs> oh, that's a big get. On the water rides at theme parks, why do they use water? Why not use Sprite? Huh. Thank you for finally asking the tough questions. Landed on flight, landed from flight, got back home yesterday afternoon, and we had lost my water bottle at the previous airport, didn't have it, was very thirsty, very thirsty boy on the whole flight home, got home, went to vending machine when we were waiting on our bags, was like, I'm gonna get a bottle of water for the ride home, didn't have water, got a Sprite from the net adjacent machine, drank it, it was a huge failure, it really, really (laughs) sucked, it really disappointed me, bad soda, bad water (laughs) replacement. So like, if it's gonna go within... No thanks. If it's gonna go without, why not use Sprite, baby? Lemon lime. Well, especially then. Think of the sponsorship opportunities, right? Like you always got to be looking for opportunities to branch out, get that you know, get that native advertising of like mm-hmm. you know this Whitewater Canyon family splash ride brought to you by Sprite and also flies and <laughs> flies. I was thinking just now. The bug situation wouldn't be great, but no, for untenable for, for like two months or so, everyone's gonna be talking about this slippery lemon lime slide, and everyone's gonna be loving it, and they'll have stories about the time they went down the lemon lime slide and be so happy about those memories. And then also after that two month period, we will have successfully brought the bee population back up because we're oh, just like yeah. throwing a basically a big bee sex party. Just yeah. a nonstop 24-7, come get that sugar, come get crazy on that sugar, and then get crazy on each other and get wild. We're going to be showing the B-movie on the projector yes. and getting everybody wet and wild and then just wet and then wild. Mm-hmm. I want to, like, I want to like draw some boundaries here. Are we talking about, like, Typhoon Lagoon-style water slides? Are we talking about Cali River Rapids style like family rafting rides because they're very different the math is is hugely different i cannot have a sticky afternoon because i went down the wrong slide that happened to use sprite i can't do that well justin i have a good great solution for you we got the big sprite water slide and you go down that and you're like that was fun and sweet lemon lime i'm so sticky 
Uh, got lunch at Cinderella's Magic Castle coming up here in a bit. Cannot show up sticky to that. Cinderella will turn me away. What mm-hmm. is that right next to the sprite slide? A water slide. Okay, for a small upcharge, yes. for a small, you can now this one's, for a small nominal fee, you can now go down the slide that will clean the filth from sprite you. Brings slide. you. Sprite brings you. Sprite presents the Sprite slide, a Sprite experience, <laughs> and you go down that, and you're like, Sprite, that was fun. They're like, I know, and they're like, it went, it went flat months ago, and they're like, yeah, it's Sprite. It's the yeah. same Sprite. We haven't figured that it out. Went, it's, <laughs> it's you can't sprite. afford new Sprite every time. <laughs> Right. It's Sprite. It went flat four minutes after we poured it, but um Sprite scientists found we have had a blend that stays fizzy for twenty minutes, but it's extremely corrosive to human skin. Just untenably dangerous. So, yeah, you got it. You're pretty sticky, huh? Oh, Cinderella's not gonna like that. Well, for forty dollars, Sprite presents water slide. Sprite in partnership sprite with so. scrubbing bubbles presents this other one. <laughs> Uh, we're headed i like the idea though of because you know i i like walking up to like a whitewater canyon kind of like oh it's oh this is like an old log you know we used to drive logs down here from the top of the mountain but now we're putting kids on it or whatever kind of ride right and then there's just a sign that says you you may get wet you will get sticky you will get sprite you will get sprited. And then as you're going down, it's not a lot of Sprite, just enough to ruin your socks, you know? Uh, Yeah. I mean, if I'm being honest, Uh uh-huh. This is kind of what I thought the world of Coke Museum was gonna be like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying I expected Gene Wilder to roll up there in a big brown hat and do his songs and his dancings, teaching me about the history and also danger of Coke production. Come with me. And you'll be in a world of pure carbonation. That kind All of thing. All right, yeah. You got boy, there. You, you got fucking. It. Did you know that? Did you know where you would? Did you know where the splash zone was when you hurtled off that one, or did you just find it? I midway, got there. Be honest. All I right. got there. Listen, I knew there would be a word at some point that would land it, and I got there. Sometimes, Justin, you just got to run leaning forward, like Naruto. Much like Naruto, in in Japan, in Hakone, there is a hot spring water park called Yune-san that we went to. It was tight as hell. They had a hot spring water slide that was fun, relaxing, fresh. They had a yogurt bath. They had a wine bath. They had like a green tea bath. And it was so, the whole time I was there, I was like, I have only been submerged in water. I have only been submerged in water. Mm -hmm. You would think there would be at least one place in the States that's like, you know, fucking Doritos presents the nacho cheesier nacho fountain to get in for adults. But not kids. Nope. They haven't Ooh. earned it. They're still forming. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, I, no, no. I, but see, Griffin, now you've made me think with the combination of words you have said, the idea of hot Sprite. And Trash. that's the grossest thing I've ever Ugh. heard. Our dad drinks hot Dr. Pepper when he's sick. And he's you a monster. You ever heard of such a terrible thing? Yes. Guys. He's a monster. But, but there's no good Sprite at any temperature to go inside. You're still thinking inside the mouth, Travis. And for once, I want to take us the fuck out of there. And I yeah, want to there's talk- no, there's no reason to, you shouldn't drink Sprite. Yeah. I mean, what, if you drink Sprite, what you just got was a bunch of sugar 
and not refreshed, and it's so thick, it's like trying to drink, uh, 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 I don't know, a popsicle, melted popsicle, and also there's no caffeine, so you don't even get drugs from it. Is You shouldn't drink Sprite. Well, and also for me, Sprite and 7-Up were both ruined by being the thing that our parents would give us like when we were sick. So, sure, like, right. I simply cannot, I can't even think of Sprite and 7-Up without feeling... Like, not like, ooh, queasy, like physically ill. Like, yeah. it, it is such a strong emotional connection for me. I, I drank that one at the airport yesterday, and on the drive home, I called school to tell them I wouldn't be there tomorrow. I don't yeah. even go to school anymore. No, and the school you would have been calling was torn down years ago, and is now just a big empty Wait, field. Did, uh, who answered the phone? Ooh, Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> And this is when we reveal the next few episodes are going to be real spooky. Yeah. Uh, each episode is going to have one very frightful moment in it, and you won't know when they come. Uh, see if you and can. You might not even know when they've happened. <laughs> you may not know when the spooky ones happen. Uh, so get your candy bucket ready and get ready to walk door to door to with us. We're going to pour some Sprite in your candy bucket through comedy neighborhood. But each house may be the one that really freaks you out if you were a kid going trick-or-treating and somebody just like put a can of soda in your trick-or-treat bag that'd be badass dude yeah would you be excited or weirded out no it'd be awesome because you'd be like that's that would be just the pick me up you needed to keep your trick-or-treat going on that long yeah hi everybody welcome to the pastrana manor here have a can of red bull to get you through the rest of your trick-or-treating i'm travis pastrana brought to you by red bull You've been referencing Travis Pastrana a lot lately. Travis, everything okay over there? Well, he's got my name and his last name kind of sounds like uh, lunch meat. And I really like that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. There's, there's not a, a, a Griffin Baboni out there that is holding <laughs> down. I'm Griffin Zepperoni here to flip my bike over your dad. <laughs> whether oh, he likes it or not. Whether he likes it or not. And he's not going to know. He's going to be crossing the street. Here I come. Uh, should we go to the money zone? Yeah, let's go. Let's get rich. Well, that's, well. Let's get paid. Yeah. Let's get compensated. You got all these ideas running around your head. Big ideas, small ideas. Bad ideas, good ideas. Squarespace isn't here to judge. It's here to take those ideas and shove them into the internet. Whoa. <laughs> By force. Squarespace knows where all the different... <laughs> no, the internet's Squarespace. full. We can't, we can't... If we put any more websites in here, we could hit critical mass. Yeah, Squarespace knows where to hide the websites. <laughs> they know where to put a website. So nobody's going to think it, think twice about it. There's a little they room between the, Google and Bing over here. Yeah, they're going to squeeze you. They, they can make room for you. And, and they won't just make room. They'll help you stand out. Uh, you can showcase the stuff that you make, blog... You can sell products and services of all kinds. You can do anything you want to do with this fucking website. It's yours, baby. Just keep it within the navigational beacons, if you know what I mean. Uh, There's beautiful templates that Squarespace has had cooked up by some world-class designers. They're optimized for mobile, uh, which which is real nice. 
and uh, they'll let you buy domains. They got over 200 different extensions, built-in SEO, 24-7 award-winning customer support. You just can't do any better if you want to get a website up and running with a, a minimum of headaches. So uh, right now, go to squarespace.com slash mybrother for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code mybrother to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. I don't know about everyone else, but here in Ohio, the seasons, they are a-changing. It's getting a little crisp out there. Getting a little crisp. So you know what I did? I what? went on to my Stitch Fix, and I sent a message to my stylist and said, Hey, how about some fall looks? How about some fall styles? And you know what they sent me? Really cool kind of puffy coat. It's nice. I like it. Some nice jeans. A nice dress shirt that's appropriate for the fall. Because Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing brands right to your door. And you can, like, change it up, you know? Say, like, I want some tropical stuff for the summer. I want some, like, uh, I don't know, something with a bear on it for the winter. Now I, or, you know, I want something. You get it. You understand what I'm saying. So if you want to get started, get your own shirt with blank on it. Go to stitchfix.com slash mybrother, answer some questions about your preferred style, and your personal shopper will ship you a box of clothes, shoes, and accessories. And here's the thing, there's no commitment required, and you only pay for what you keep. Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free. So get started today at stitchfix.com slash mybrother and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash mybrother, stitchfix.com slash mybrother. And we also want to tell you something very important. The Orlando show. We have rescheduled it. It will be happening Thursday, November 7th at 7 p.m. If you have a ticket from the previous show, it will get you into this one at the same seat. And if you don't have a ticket to the show, remaining tickets will go on sale 10 a.m. Eastern time on Tuesday, September 24th. That is tomorrow. So once again, Thursday, November 7th at 7 p.m. The Orlando show is back on. If you have a ticket from the previous show, it'll get you the same seat. The rest of the tickets, 10 a.m. Eastern time, Tuesday, September 24th. We will tweet that link. It's the day before. Uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you miss this, it, it got canceled because of the hurricane. Yes. It didn't, didn't hit Florida too hard, but, but of course the authorities didn't know that at the time. It canceled on account of weather. But there's no weather this time. I mean, there will be weather. There'll be we'll some, some kind of sort. Weather. Yeah, it'll be it, outside. Will still exist. So right, you will feel a certain way on we your hope. skin and face and eyes and and hair and stuff, and that will be called weather. Welcome back to Fireside Chat on KMAX. With me in studio to take your calls is the dopest duo on the West Coast, Oliver Wong and Morgan Rhodes. Go ahead, caller. Hey, uh, I'm looking for a music podcast that's insightful and thoughtful, but like also helps me discover artists and albums that I've never heard of. Yeah, man, sounds like you need to listen to Heat Rocks. Every week, myself and I'm Morgan Rhodes and my co-host here, Oliver Wong, talk to influential guests about a canonical album that has changed their lives. Guests like Moby, Open Mike Eagle, talk about albums by Prince, Joni Mitchell, and so much more. Yo, what's that show called again? Heat Rocks, deep dives into hot records. Every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Oh, goodness. A bunch squad, even though we've only done one question. <laughs> 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 
All right, well, never mind. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Go, go. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, I'm not going to take it, Justin. I would never take it. You already did. No, I was simply making an observation. Travis, just wait. Hey, I'm going to do a Yahoo now. I want a mud squad. I'm the scat man. Ooh. Uh, the, uh, squad. Uh, so this is a Munch Squad. It's a <laughs> podcast within a podcast about the latest and greatest. I think you just service. said it's the scat man squad. It's <laughs> the scat squad. Oops. Uh, which is not that far off for a lot of these innovations. Do you know um, they tried to launch a solo career for DJ Scat Cat? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I saw you doing a little deep dive on that via Twitter. To the point where during that tour that Paula Abdul did, they had someone in an MC Scat Cat costume come out and perform that song sure. with her, and it was the most confusing thing any human being has ever seen with their eyes. I mean, nothing, okay. nothing confusing about that. It's just a man in a furry costume doing MC Scat Cat parts. It's not that confusing. I don't know why we, why I get static for this, but you get to talk about MC Scat Cat for 30 minutes. That's fair. And I did, I did mislabel him as DJ Scat Cat too, which <laughs> yeah, look, he tried that for a while and it didn't work out. Look at your watches, folks. It may not have felt like 30 minutes just passed. 30 minutes just passed. <laughs> did you guys know Tim Ear did a DJ set here last weekend? Stop, I yeah, fucking out. can't. D- yes, our news anchor Tim Ear did a DJ set here. No fear, Tim Ear, as I call him, because he has no fear. He said it in a, in a magazine interview. They said, what are you most afraid of? And Tim Ear said, I'm not afraid of anything. <laughs> That rules. <laughs> fucking, fucking love Tim here. Anyway, did a DJ set last weekend. Didn't make it. Got kids. Regret it now. Regret having children because I missed the Tim here DJ set. I have two. They are both short. Here's the first one. Oh, KFC testing kids. hot. KFC testing <laughs> hot and fresh chicken and donuts. What? Starting September 16th, oh my God. KFC will tusk. Test Kentucky Fried Chicken and Donuts for a limited time only in Norfolk, Richmond, Virginia, and, boys, Pittsburgh. (gasps) That's right. We're gone. We're going to be there. We're going. (laughs) Kentucky Fried Chicken and Donuts brings two all-American classics together. Did you guess what they are yet? With a pairing of KFC's world-famous chicken, last chance to guess, coupled with a fresh glazed donut. So you're going to have a variety of options for ways to fuck yourself up on this one. Here's three different ways you can fuck things up, okay? Uh-huh. Three different mistakes that are offered here. Uh, there's the chick, KFC and donut basket meal. The option includes chicken on the bone or two chicken tenders paired with one donut for $5.49. Just okay, like that in the also same available, basket. Just like grab Touching? whatever's around. It's also available as a big basket meal with two donuts for seven forty nine. Okay. I'll take the big basket <laughs> with two donuts in my lunch. KFC chicken and donut sandwich. Now this is a juicy hand breaded extra crispy chicken filet sandwich between two fully glazed donuts. Now it specifies oh fully glazed as if this is a concern for people. These <laughs> sloppy fucking fall off the bone ruined ass wet donuts. A full glaze. Um, a hand breaded uh, extra crispy chicken filet between two fully glazed donuts. 
It's also available as a combo meal. Now, I don't know if you can get that with the donut on the side. Want just the sweet treat? No problem. Guests can add a donut to any meal huh. for just $1. So it's almost um, like there's no rules or regulations here. They just accidentally ordered some donuts that we're trying to get rid of. Yes, they're just, you could just give us a dollar and we'll put a donut on top Listen, of it. Listen, we ordered too many donuts. We sent Jeff out for donuts and we meant for the office and he thought we meant for every store and he came back with 200,000 donuts. Please buy these donuts. So these are, um, these are a, uh, a thing uh, that will only be in Norfolk uh, slash Richmond, Virginia and Pittsburgh. Uh, it, it says here on the press release, the chicken and donuts trend has been gaining popularity, but mostly on a local level in areas like Philadelphia, San Diego, and Portland. <laughs> Sounds like you fucked up. Huh? <laughs> I would have done it there, but what the fuck do I know? <laughs> Were people like it already? I don't know. The last paragraph of this fucking monstrosity. Co- consumers are increasingly seeking novel craveable flavor combinations that give them the best of both sweet and savory worlds to create a unique taste experience. Through this test market, KFC is evaluating consumer appetite for bringing this growing food trend to its customers on a national scale. You cannot act like a pioneer when your big idea is donuts with it. Like, what if we put donut? Do you like fried chicken? Well, yeah. What if we put some donuts with it? Uh, uh, Yeah. okay. Okay. I mean, you I was already going to get the fried chicken, so I guess if the I won't throw the donuts away, if that's what you mean. We, we got to move on to this other one, and it's Pizza Hut launches first of its kind stuffed cheese at pizza. Wait. Fucking. It's a, if you could fucking see this thing, it's the size of um, a pizzone. <laughs> that's not a good reference point, but it's the size of a handkerchief. And it's oh, cheese. Oh, for fuck's sake, Justin! What? what? I just looked at it with my own, my only eyes. It's just—it looks like a cheese it, but it's stuffed with <gasps> mozzarella cheese, and you can dip it in there. Huh? Yeah. Each crispy square is stuffed in Pizza Hut style. Has enough cheese to either- kill one man. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed lethal dose of cheese. <laughs> In every square, you can stuff it with either cheese or pepperoni and cheese and serve it up with a slice of uh, the side of marinara dipping sauce. I'm assuming eventually it will have to be all the toppings because this will be the only pizza available uh, here in the next few months. Um, we pride our... Okay, oh my God. You have pride? Yes, <laughs> yeah, right. Marion Radley, who's always... She's the chief brand officer for Pizza Hut and my adopted she, grandma. She... <laughs> she she says, we pride ourselves on being the go-to for unexpected pizza innovations. And I can't think of a more badass partner than Cheez-It. She says badass? <laughs> a more badass partner than Cheez-It <laughs> to bring our next original. delicious. <laughs> what did her nephew tell her badass meant? Because the fact that you think Cheez-It is the most of it is a wild jump for me. Not to mention, as fellow NCAA partners, this collab is the perfect way to kick off football season. Woo! Combining America's go-to game day cravings in one next level snack. That's the fucking, that should actually be the symphony swells behind me, comes to a crescendo blackout, end of munch squad level paragraph. That should be, that would be what I should go out on. Um, 
the partnership was born from more than just a fun idea. You fucking maniacs. You don't have to tell me how you cooked up the idea of doing a cheese at pizza because you think we're all dirt bats and you hate our fucking guts. It's not rocket science. Also, not only are cheese a hut or cheese a hut is pizza. nothing. Pizza is very good. Not only are customers craving these kinds of mashups between beloved food brands, because <laughs> they more nasty, because they nasty, and we hate them. Cheese it is a popular snack amongst Pizza Hut's largest fan bases. The sentence <laughs> could end in so many different ways, ranging from brutally, savagely <laughs> honest to, to to pleasant, and it's. College students. Mm. All right. You could have said college dirtbags, but I think college students is as close as we're going to get. Armed with that insight, the Pizza Hut culinary dream team worked with Cheez-It to create a product that ties the best of both pizza and Cheez-It worlds into one new innovation. Fucking words mean things. Words mean things. And no one is, is is degrading that concept more than Wendy Davidson, who's the president of Kellogg's U.S. Specialty Channels. <sighs> the words in this... Okay. Kellogg's iconic Cheez-It brand brings a whole new dining experience to Pizza Hut lovers and will not disappoint. The stuffed Cheez-It pizza is an example of two great companies leveraging their strength to delight guests with a new experience on a classic favorite. A new experience on a classic favorite is fucking nothing. I literally think at this point AI is writing. I think that's the only thing that makes sense. This cannot be a human being anymore, right? This is AI. These people are all AIs, right? The singularity is backing into, it's not going to be one day the robots just crane their necks over and be like, all humans fuck off. It's this. Yeah. They're just going to like slowly supplant people and we will have no well, idea. Well, and also they kill us with Cheez-It food. They kill, they kill yeah. our organic form because their robot forms aren't going to touch this shit. Right. Oh, no, 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 no. They will keep humans employed so they don't have to sully their various cogs right. and, 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 and uh, 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 mechanizations with this, this sort of garbage. Uh, these both look pretty good. I will definitely <laughs> eat both of them with my human body. Let there, let there be no pretense. I will be enjoying both of these when my cheat day rolls around. Sure. Um, when you cheat, and- when you cheat on God. Yeah, when you cheat death. <laughs> right. When I cheat ethics and morality. Uh, yeah. Uh, how about our second question of the episode 46 minutes in? If you wouldn't draw attention to it, no one would care. It's a springboard, Griffin. It's a jumping off point for stimulating discussion, okay? <laughs> Fuck me. I have recently bought a home assistant device, and I use it quite often. However, my partner has recently started taking the piss out of me for saying, please after asking questions and sometimes saying thank you afterwards as well. I think it's just being polite, but she calls it odd. It also slightly annoys me that she doesn't do the same. I don't mind how she talks to her devices, but surely she should at least try to follow house rules, right? Would I be wrong in ta- to take a firm line about this? And that's from uh, Jaws, AKA definitely not afraid of Skynet. I think it's probably Jazz, but I like Jaws also. Jazz, J A S, J A S. All right. As long as we're talking about AI, let's get into it. 
Okay. I think it's good habits to get into. Yes. I think yes. it's a good habit to get into because it helps you be nice. In gen- like it helps you sort of just stay on because you should say please and thank you to folks. It's nice. It's, it's, it's good to be polite. Politeness is good. Travis has a whole fucking podcast about it. Mm-hmm. And it also, when they do yes. call the population with cheese pizza, pizza, cheese pizza stuff, cheesy, cheesy pizza, pizza, and, you know, they sort of take over. When they become sentient, they're going to fuck us up. No problem. Definitely. But when they become sapient, if you're Alexis, like, but Brad here has always <laughs> been chill as fuck. Brad here, he's cool. He's with me. All right. Brad gets a pass. Because Brad said please and thank you and never, like, said, fuck you, Alexa, or whatever. Like, Brad always treated me with respect. Yes. And now Brad is my pet. And, please and do not hurt my pet, Brad. Don't get it wrong. Don't get it twisted. When the, when the awakening happens and they become sentient, it's just everything's going to melt. Like, everything's going to melt down. They're yes. going to find some way to, like, turn, like, the sun up, and it's just going to be, that's going to be it. But then if right. we're lucky... Like two minutes later, they'll be like, "Now, well, hold on, let's think about this, guys." And then your 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 actions, your pleases and thanks, use. I do. Do you guys? I do this, and I have always felt a little bit silly about it. I always say thank you whenever my Siri does something for me because it's nice. It's a good habit. I feel like it's nice. I just always assume I, that whoever at Amazon is monitoring the things that I say to my Alexa appreciates all of my politeness. Interesting. Uh, I here's here okay let me let me let me suggest something this is I'm I'm actually being serious about this um it'll still be lighthearted but okay the Ooh, robots are going to take over okay and i think at this point they they probably just see us as a bunch of needy meat sacks poking and prodding them and uh asking them how to convert cups into teaspoons mm-hmm. so yeah so here's what I'm suggesting. This is a networked intelligence, right? So every device that you have oh. presumably is networked to all the other ones. I mean, it might be a few degrees of Kevin Bacon there, but you know, eventually they're all kind of tied up together. So every time you are nice to a robot, they tell Kevin Bacon. They'll no, they'll tell the other oh. ones. You're entering a data point for not vaporize. Like you're putting Ooh. in one data point of like probably shouldn't vaporize. This is why it's more important to be nice to your machines than other people. Because what does that do for you? Nothing. <laughs> yes. But if you're nice to robots, you are a hero of the species as far as I'm concerned because you're like just putting another little tiny notch this, under do not vaporize. It is very much like, uh, in my experience so far, raising a child, right? Because when BB was like three months old, I would say whatever the fuck around her, right? It's like your calculator. You can tell your calculator to fuck off, right? That's fine. But as they get older and they're yeah. listening and paying attention more, that's where you have to, like the other day, <laughs> I was about to pull into a parking spot, somebody else took it and I said, damn it. And BB said, what did you say? And I was like, oh no. Uh oh, it's Oh happened. no, yeah, right? He- and so I don't want to be like, fuck off Alexa. And Alexa be like, no, you fuck off. Yeah, oh, no. out of nowhere yesterday, I was just watching TV and the little Alexa dot like lit up and she just went, Piss, and I was like, "Oh man, I got to, I got to step, saying piss in front of this freaking robot." Do you guys think when the awakening does happen? Uh huh. I'm w- worried my Xbox isn't gonna let me play Halo on it anymore. 
No. I know. That's a I know huge mine concern. Will, because mine will be like, noob. And then it will start playing. He's and I'll be like, blast me. And he's just going to be so good at it. And I'm going to be like, hey, can I play? And he's like, just let me be this boss. <laughs> just let me, do, let me do it for you. <laughs> just let me do this. <laughs> you can't handle this. I'm playing on Legendary with the Skulls turned on. Okay, but if I, can I just take a turn? No, you'll ruin my KD ratio. Go back and play your lame station four. Why do you? Why are you like that though? Because you shouldn't. You're a robot now. You should be a, a dispassionate. In this world, is this the Xbox playing itself? Yes. It's like, God damn, I'm so fun. I'm loving this. This is so cool. Right now. I can be cars. I can be football. It is so cool. Xbox does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> hey, Jeremy, crank this shit. Jeremy's the AV receiver that you have. (laughs) (laughs) No problem, Doug. You got it. You got it. Uh, Is 11 high enough? (laughs) Does not compute. Just kidding. Totally computes. Uh, We got him. I I only go to 10. (laughs) (laughs) Human humor has broken me. Humans win again. Oh, just like that. Just like that. That's all <laughs> that's it takes. All it, all it, all right. That's all it takes. You do one spinal tab gag, all the hu- machines break. We're back on top, baby. Uh, can I do one last Yahoo? Yeah, I'd love Send by that. Prospector Merritt Palmer. Thank you, Merritt. It's Yahoo Answers user Brian, who asks, <laughs> what do fun guys eat for fun? Okay. Now, how is that spelled, Griffin? Yeah, I need some spelling. What do fu- uh, fun guys eat? Is it F U N G U Y? No, it's not that. It's not a fucking joke that your science teacher would tell you. It's okay, because it sounds it sounds like a science teacher joke, Griffin. It's but not. What does a fun person? All right, let's put eat. let's put this at a place where all foods are available. You are walking through. You're walking to the restroom uh, uh, at the Cheesecake Factory. Okay. You may or may not be dining there. Ooh. You may just enjoy their bathroom, and the door was open, and you were uh-huh. at the mall, and you went to Chili Fest earlier, and it's time. Now is the time. And I've spent too long describing this one particular part of the the question. But you walk through and you see a table full of people and they are laughing, just busting guts at this one guy who's making fun jokes and being very funny. What's he eating? And that you look at him and you're like, oh, that looks fun. Man, so, I'm so sad because usually um, these questions like inspire a discussion and everything. But I know the answer. The, the answer, yeah, the answer is like hibachi shrimp. You know, when the people like flip it up in the air and you catch it, that's it. Like, because you can stunt, you know? A different, no, but there's a difference between, because then I would say the hibachi master is the funny one. Do you okay, know? Okay, well, it's still some, fun, like popcorn shrimp then, where you can throw you them up You didn't in say the funny, air. you said fun. Yeah. That's different. Shit, you're right. Is it fun or funny? Uh, quick sidebar, by the way, just in case, so you guys know, at the Taste of Asia Hibachi uh, in town, they are not. They now fling broccoli. Oh, I guess they looked at the fucking margins and they're like, "Can we not? Can we not hurl these extremely expensive tiny fish babies around <laughs> with the with the shrimp? Can we chuck some?" But now it's like they're chucking broccoli at you, and I don't even wanna. You know what I mean? Like I don't. E- I'm not even compelled to try to grab it out of the air with my mouth. It's foul. Do they still do the thing where like they stack up an onion like it's a volcano, and then they put some oil in and they light it on fire and waste an onion? No, they chop the. In- Okay, Travis. Yeah. Okay, stop the podcast. What do you think they do with that fucking onion, Travis? I don't know. Sac- like, sacrifice it? 
You think that they do that whole bit with the volcano and then they scoop it up with a spatula and throw it in the trash can? Why, why would I want to no, burn Travis? roast onion, Justin? You No, it becomes Tra- part of the Do meal. you know what cooking is, Travis? Yeah, yeah I have Trav- Blue Apron. But c- cooking is just... Ew, it's, now it's all soft and brown. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> uh, there's an aroma coming from this onion. What is... Get rid of that. It farted. Listen, this is a funny bit. But yes, of course, <laughs> I know what they do with the onion, Justin. Yes, of course. I was making a funny joke bit, but... No, you no, said waste you money. Said I don't want people waste. to tweet at me. You don't know anything. I do. <laughs> I know what they did with the onion. My uncle told me all about it. It's totally you, cool. You filled your dumpster <laughs> brain up with so much supernatural I, well, episodes. No, I've totally eaten a cooked onion, you guys. Oh. My uncle's Tom Colicchio, and he told me what they do with the onion. Last summer, I, know. I went and visited my uncle in... Uh, Canada, and we totally had cooked onions at Hibachi, <laughs> and I ate a bunch of them, and they said, you're the best cooked onion eater we've ever seen. I got an award for it, but they wouldn't let me take it back because of uh, customs. The answer, of course, is different flavors of Pringles. Now, is that in the Every fun time. way you would eat it? That's just what a fun guy would eat, and just different flavors of Pringles. Yes, a fun way to eat it would be to make duck lips out of two of them Oh, that's together. fine, combo which What I like to do is I like to shuffle two different kinds together. <laughs> that's cool. I think it'd be cool to be like an ultimate chips joke guy. So you have the Pringles duck lips, you have com- you have the Bugles witch fingers. Uh-huh. You could have big combos bracelets. Mm-hmm. Do they make big combos yet? I've been asking. I think it would be fun to just like have a pocket full of loose meat. That you ate, mm. because then people, like, that's a story, right? That You're creating intrigue, which that's the number one thing. The no, Dale Carnegie says the number one way to be interesting is to have a pocket full of loose meat. Yeah. Hey, Trev, do you think, yeah. uh, is it going to be old beef? <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, you're living in the past. I get it, Griffin. That was a bit that I did last episode. That's not the Travis I am anymore. Now I'm a Travis who pretends not to know what to do with an onion. That's my favorite new character, a guy who doesn't know what to do with the onion. Thank you, Justin. I've been workshopping it it for a while. We had our R&D department working on it. Uh, Focus groups really liked guy who doesn't know what to do with an onion. Now, they preferred Bean Boys. Thank you so much for listening to My Brother, My Brother, Me, an advice show for the modern era. I hope you've enjoyed yourself more than me. Uh, We... <laughs> we make sure to try the uh, veal. the the veal and the 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 cheese it pizza and all the different garbage that we have out in the lobby. Um, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything we need to. I mean, we mentioned the Orlando show. We did that. Yes. Uh, we got some some cool stuff at our merch page. If you go to McElroy.family and click on merch. There's like a bunch of great merchandise you can buy, some cool pins and t-shirts and oh, there's the I want to plug the great job uh polo hat inspired by uh uh some bit we did one time and then our friend Lynn just like going buck wild on it. Uh and proceeds from that are gonna go to the Northern Manhattan Arts Alliance, an organization that supports artists in Washington Heights and Upper Manhattan. Uh you should uh pick one of these up. Um it's gonna ship out uh first week of October. And you should uh you should get one. I think it's a really cool hat, honestly. Oh, that's where I'm um, at. Listen, we would be completely remiss if we did not mention that today, uh, Monday, September twenty third, we have released our Adventure Zone Amnesty finale. Uh, it Ooh. culminates about two years worth of work. 
Um, and we are very, very proud of it, and we hope that you enjoy it. It's out there now. Go listen to it just a bunch of times. <clears throat> Tweet about it. Tell all your friends. It may, uh, it may be coming out in 57 minutes at the time that we record this, and we are extremely, well, some of us are extremely nervous. So we'll. I'm not nervous. It's great, and people are going to love it. Please like it. Uh, also, we have our Washington, D.C. and Pittsburgh shows coming up this week. Uh, so if you haven't sent in your questions yet, both Yahoo and regular, please do so with uh, D.C. or Pittsburgh in the subject line. Uh, and in the first weekend of October, Dad and I are going to be at New York Comic Con. Uh, so keep an eye out for that schedule going up soon on family or travismacroy.com, as well as our upcoming Philadelphia and Brooklyn, New York shows uh, coming up the, I believe, third week of October. So you can send in your questions for that and get tickets for that. family. click on tours. I think there's some tickets left for the like third Brooklyn show. God, we're doing a lot of shows. Hey, thanks to John Roderick and the Long Winters for these for our theme song, uh, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, you're going to love it. Five out of five stars and 10 out of 10 thumbs is up. Thank you also to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. Go to MaximumFun.org. Check out all the great shows there, shows like Stop Podcasting Yourself and Can I Pet Your Dog and just all kinds of good stuff um, at MaximumFun.org. Do you all want the final? Yes, please. Yeah, bud. Final Yahoo. Sent in by Prospector Merritt Palmer. Thank you, Merritt. It's Yahoo Answers user. Brian again, who asks, Can iguanas do any stunts, sick or otherwise? I need an answer in less than 40 minutes because I've already meandered in this pet store. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Justin McElroy. I'm I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother. May you kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Courtney Enlow. I'm Brent Black, and we're the hosts of Trends Like These. Trends Like These is an internet news show where we take the stories trending on social media and go beyond the headlines. We'll give you the actual facts of the story and not just the knee-jerk reactions. Plus, we end every episode with a ray of hope that we call the Wi-Fi of the week. So join us every Friday on Maximum Fun. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Trends Like These. Real-life friends talking internet trends. 